It's time for America's most unique motorsports show, Mostly Motorsports with the Racing Boys, brought to you by Rod and Supply and the Power Eye Midwest Lightning Sprints. Good afternoon, everyone. Welcome to Mostly Motorsports. It's all brought to you by Rod and Supply, featuring the Power Eye Midwest Lightning Sprints. Again, you can see them on April 29th at Central Missouri Speedway. Got a good show lined up for you. We've got a lot to talk about today. Unfortunately, we've got some sad news to talk about. Uh, Shane Stewart is going to join us here on the show here in just a little bit. We're going to talk about the high limit race out at Lakeside Speedway that pays $50,000 to win. Then a little bit later in the show, we're going to get Tommy Hahn on. If you haven't heard, Lucas Oil has pulled their sponsorship from the Chili Bowl and the shootout. And we'll talk to Tommy about that. And they're looking for some new sponsorship for that race as well. Kirk, let's start off by talking about uh, the sad news. Justin Owen succumbs to injuries at Lawrenceburg. A, a terrible wreck. Just an absolute terrible wreck. And... Um, to be honest with you, I don't know. I, I, I'm just going to say this. I don't know who put that video up of his wreck on YouTube, but they need to pull that shit down. I, I'm, I'm just saying they need to pull that crap down. There's no reason for people to have to see somebody lose their life like that. Would you agree with me, Kurt? Yeah, I agree with that. That's Flow Racing's property. That's their video that uh, somebody took a clip of and put it up there. Flow didn't put that video up there. They didn't. No, even have but it whoever did website. put it up, whoever did put yeah. it up there, shouldn't have done it's it. It's insensitive. It's very insensitive. Yeah. I mean, it it was a bad crash. There's no doubt about it. It happened during qualifying, single car incident up against the fence, and. Uh, just that it just reminds you just how dangerous these non-wing sprint cars are. They're a lot safer than they used to be. There's no doubt about no that. Doubt. Mm -hmm. But it still points out the danger of these race cars. That's a high bank racetrack. Lawrenceburg Speedway is very fast right. high bank racetrack. And here's a guy that knew his way around that racetrack about as well as anybody. He raced there on a regular basis. He was the defending track champion. He won a big race there last year, the Dick Gaines Memorial. He's won some other races at other locations. He's not a regular full-time USAC Sprint Car Tour regular, but he does race at Lawrenceburg Speedway on a regular basis, just 26 years old. Right. And, uh, I, you know, I hadn't tuned into that broadcast yet. When you called me the other night, you said, we've already had an accident at uh, Lawrenceburg. I had, had not yet tuned in. I normally tune in because there's a lot of races to watch and follow that uh, I, I don't, you know, a lot of times tune in to watch qualifying in a lot of these races. But I had plans to watch the feature that night. And you, uh, you called and I, I was stunned that, that you know, this happened. You know, Kirk, um, I, I hate to admit this, but I don't watch m much of the heat races as well. 
Every once in a while I will, but it depends on how many events are going on at the same time in one night. You're trying to watch everything. It's it's hard to watch all the heat races right. from all the events, and especially time trials. And I've pointed out how important time trials are in terms of how your night's going to go, but I don't typically watch time trials. I don't watch them either. It's boring to me. I kind of page through it to see, okay, who's... Who's the top qualifier right. here? That's all I really care about. Yeah, no doubt. But it's a sad, it's a sad thing, and it just, it just points out as safe as we have gotten these race cars over the last several years, uh, you can still lose your life in one of these race cars. Um, and it, it happened on Saturday night. And, and Kirk, he he's won uh, a couple features, and he won the title in two thousand twenty-two. Yeah. The track title. Yeah. So he's a good racer, and uh, he won some just races and see. won championships. And uh, our just our heart goes out to his family and everybody associated with this it, terrible it, it, incident it, it, at Lawrenceburg Speedway the other night. Kirk, it just goes to show you the difference between late models, modifieds, stock cars, and sprint cars. Sprint cars are definitely the most dangerous form of dirt track racing there is. Would you yeah. agree? Oh, there's no doubt about it. Mm -hmm. And especially the non-wing sprint cars who typically don't go as fast as the wing sprint cars. But with the wing sprint car, we saw Bill Baylog take a wild flip at 34 Raceway the other night. We'll get that to that. Wing, we'll that get wing to can kind of help you cushion the blow a little bit right when you don't have a wing on you're you're exposed a lot more kirk your cords you are not, with the uh with the wing cars kirk your cords not plugged in all the way right there just let you know so when you went to play that sound no i i, I didn't have any sound to play i thought you have some rico carson uh macedo and, and david gravel I do, but we haven't got to it yet. We'll get to it in time. So you do have audio to play. I do have, but I didn't try to play any audio right then. No, I know that. Okay. Mm -hmm. So sad news, no doubt about it. And uh, our, our thoughts and prayers go out to the Owen family. That's, uh, that's sad news. Yeah, it's... Uh you know, it just, and it's been a while since we lost a driver. You know, we just celebrated Jason Johnson's life the other night. They had the Jason Johnson Classic at 81 Speedway. And, uh, you know, he lost his life here several years ago in a mm -hmm. terrible wreck at Beaver Dam Speedway in Wisconsin. And uh, we're still, you know, even this these many years after Jason Johnson's terrible crash, we're still mourning the loss of, of that great driver. Yeah. So it uh, this is a dangerous sport, and people can get hurt or even lose their lives. It, it just it just a, it's a big reminder about all of the safety features that we put into these race cars. It's it, going at these speeds. It, it, it bad things can happen. Yeah, no doubt about it. Um. How about Rico Abreu picking up that $20,000 to win at the Jason Johnson Classic at 81 Speed Speedway? Great run by Rico the other night. Uh, the track mm -hmm. uh, was a, a little bit different. They, they did some prep work to it before the feature event. Uh, Rico called it a technical racetrack, 
That means that it, it rubbered up. That means that rubber did did come onto the racetrack. It rubbered up. Yeah, but I don't think it would have been a lot worse had they not come out and done work on the racetrack. I uh, hate. I, I, I listen. I hate to say this, but eighty-one Speedway takes rubber. It always has. If you remember right, when Blake Hahn won that $13,000 over there, it was all rubbered up that night. Do you and remember that? And yes. And especially if you got a lot of other divisions and race cars on the racetrack, they had a lot of modifieds at the track the other night, mm -hmm. enough to run four heat races, a B and an A main. And they ran that B main, you know, prior to the uh, – the showdown, the, the dash and the showdown. Then they came back and ran the A-Main for the Modifieds before the A-Feature. They still came out and worked the racetrack. So there was a lot of a lot of cars in that Modified division, a lot of wheels out on that racetrack the other night, and it, it took on just a little bit of rubber. But uh, as I said, it could have been a whole lot worse if they hadn't come out and done the prep work that they did right before the A-Main. Well, just so you know, that that place is notorious for taking rubber. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it, it still, it wasn't totally locked down, rubber down. There was still, you know, like in one corner of the racetrack, it was a little bit worse than the other. Uh, Rico, once he got out in front, it was going to be very hard for Carson Macedo to try to get around him at that point. But he... He made a couple of moves, Carson, and that's a big win. Had the 41 car won that race on Jason Johnson Classic Night, right. that would be big. So Carson probably pressed the issue maybe more than he might have at another racetrack at that point because mm -hmm. that would have been so important to put the 41 car out in front. But still, Rico had a fast race car, and he earned it. All right, you want to play some sound now? I've got it. Let's hear from Rico Abreu. Ryan Raglan was down there covering it for us the other night and talked with the race winner after his big win at the Jason Johnson Classic. Talking with Rico Abreu coming in first with the Jason Johnson Classic. And I think about three laps ago, you heard this big old motor coming out of turn two and, and Carlos Macedo was right on you. But, but it, it just kind of looked like you were just kind of you know, riding, riding the rail a little bit, and that yeah. high side was working real well for you. Yeah, the track just got really technical at the end, and just had to put good laps together. I felt like I needed a surge or I was going to be in trouble, and just by judging my pace off lap traffic. So, um, thank you to my guys. They do an unbelievable job on my race car, and it's a, it's a real luxury to get to drive fast cars right now. Second win, your first one was at Lincoln, and that was a heck of a run, too. And it, the, the track, as you're talking about being technical, about 18 laps into it, you, I kind of saw you in three and four kind of dropping down a little bit. And in one and two, you were staying up high. And, and like you were saying, it just kind of started dropping down for you a little bit. Yeah, you just had to move around. After the red flag, the surface changed a lot. And, um, you know, I was able to judge my pace off lap traffic. And it was, uh, you just, that's what it takes to win these World of Outlaw races. And Tuesday night, you head to Lakeside for the big 50,000. Man, that's that's momentum builder right there. Yeah, for sure. I'm excited. I just love racing with these guys. They're the best in the business, and it just uh, it's a very humbling sport. And um, to win, uh, you know, races like this Jason Johnson Classic are um, very very cherishing moments for my team. So. 
Talk a little bit about 81 Speedway, a place you guys haven't been here since 2017. A lot of change to everything, and, and to me, it's just a bad, fast track. Yeah, it's uh, definitely, I've never been here before, but it's uh, it's got a unique surface and uh, with the banking, and it uh, puts on good racing. Yeah, not a bad night for a track that he'd never even seen before to walk out right. there with the feature victory. How about that? Yep, no doubt about it. Um, you, and you got a little bit of sound from Carson Macedo. I do. His second straight, second place finishes, although this one would have been more meaningful had he parked it in victory lane on Jason Johnson Classic Night. But here's Carson Macedo following his runner-up finish. Yeah, I mean, a couple of second-place runs, you can't really hang your head on that. I mean, I think we had a car to win tonight. It just Rico did a good job. I mean, he just kind of moved around right in the right spots at the right times and just couldn't quite get an edge on him into three there. I thought, you know, I think that was my opportunity was to beat him down into three. I could really get to his back bumper in one and two, but no, I just couldn't quite clear him. So hats off to him, hats off to his team. Uh, you know, my team's done an incredible job this weekend, a couple second-place finishes. Um, you know, we would love for him to be wins, but it's uh, not easy out here. And it um, would have been cool to park 41 in victory lane at Jason Johnson race, but um, we'll take it and move on. And he's thinking about that championship. Did he's, you see that trophy, Kirk? That's a great trophy. That was it took unbelievable. A, a, a big semi yeah. of the Jason Johnson rig. That was that was a really nice trophy. Bobby was on one end of it. Jack was, was on, the, on other. the other. That was a heavy trophy. That was a big trophy. Yeah, so that that's a pretty cool thing. That that normally that would be at Lake Ozark Speedway. But they don't have any outlaw races down here this year, mm. so they moved it over to uh, 81, eighty-one Speedway. Yeah, for this weekend, huge crowd down there the other night too. That was overflow. And then da- David Gravel come in third, right? He did. Much better night than he had at U.S. 36 Raceway on Friday night. No doubt. After Got uh, the front end knocked out of it. Getting into the wall at U.S. Mm-hmm. 36. Comes back with a third place finish on Saturday night at 81 Speedway. Yeah, I just I just wish the track stayed a little bit longer. I felt like early on I had the diamond move in one and two. That was working good. And then it went away after the, after the red flag. So the track work uh, didn't last too long, but... Uh, you know, is what it is. I think it had a good race for the first little bit, but obviously Carson made it interesting at the end, but he was running ragged. That's for sure. He's trying really hard. So uh, we'll take a third tonight and, you know, move on to the next one. And the next one is at I-55 Federated Auto Parts Speedway Friday and Saturday night this weekend. That'll be a That'll barn be a barn burner. burner. Yeah. That racetrack is built for wing sprint cars. It is. Great. Have you ever been there, Kurt? I have. It's been a while. It's been. Uh, I've never been there. Twenty years since I've been to. I I-55. have not been. I have not been to Peebley. Well, how about this weekend? It's not that far. It's not that far about down. A four-hour drive down the road. No, it's not that far yeah. away. So, but anyway, we got uh, a big-time sprint car race to talk about before we get that far. That's Tuesday night at Lakeside Speedway for the fifty thousand dollar to win high limits season opener. And that's what the sprint car world has its eyes on right now, not too far from where we're at right now, Lakeside Speedway. We're 20 minutes away from Lakeside. Man, that's uh, – and I, the weather, I, I'm 20 minutes away. You're yeah. – how long are you away from Lakeside? About a half hour, half 35 hour. minutes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Not too bad. Mm-hmm. So, But anyway, the weather is moving on out. It's supposed to be clear and sunny tomorrow. We had some bad weather. Oh, man, it was – let me Still tell you, a, a, a little bit earlier, right before we went on the air, 
we had the biggest hailstorm going on, right? Yeah. Todd, you had to you you, you pulled underneath a uh, canopy at a gas station, didn't at, you? At a fast food station right up the street here. I pulled into Sonic and whipped and I whipped underneath there. Me and along with about oh I don't know ten um, other, ten other people that wasn't ready for breakfast wasn't ready for lunch yet and breakfast was over. So it was uh we all hood out underneath the the the, the good canopy there and then I made my way over here and it was just raining. And as soon as I whipped in the driveway, the the hail started again. So, but it's thundering right now as we speak. And I was going to mention if for some reason we drop or something, stay with us. We'll we'll fire right back up. If we right. lose if we lose electricity out here, we may have that a could hit. happen. It, it very well could happen. So, right. uh, so yeah, just just know that stick with us. We'll be right back on if something should happen. Right. But the the good news is all this bad stuff's supposed to blow oh, out of absolutely. here and i'm looking at the forecast now it's clear out overnight sunny all day tomorrow what's the temperature going to be, gonna be tomorrow kurt uh somewhere in the 70s i think yeah 70s 70s yeah. in kansas city tomorrow so beautiful day tomorrow going to be looking good all right we got shane stewart coming on to talk about it here a little yeah, bit. yeah yeah and can't wait to talk to shane about that been friends with Shane since 2009. I've been friends with him for a long time. And, um, you know, Kirk, they're saying, uh, why was the Jason Johnson held at, at, not at the Lake Lake Ozark in Eldon? And we've heard that they might move that to Moberly next year. Well, it's because Lake Ozark Speedway didn't bring the outlaws back this year. Now, I don't know what the reasoning was for that. Uh, they'd had good shows at Lake Ozark Speedway this year, but the Big World shows. of Outlaws didn't come back. Mm. Whether that's a decision made by the Kenny Brown or Kenny Brown or how that all happened, but that's the reason why the Jason Johnson Classic had to be moved elsewhere. Yeah, no doubt. Um, so why don't we uh, why don't we go ahead and just go ahead and take the break right now, Todd? And then when we come back, we'll have Shane Stewart on Mostly Motorsports. It's all brought to you by Rod and Supply, featuring the Power Eye Midwest Lightning Sprints. Again, they're going to be racing their first race at Central Missouri Speedway in Warrensburg, Missouri on April 29th. We'll be back with more right here on Mostly Motorsports in a moment. Stay tuned. You're listening to Mostly Motorsports with the Racing Boys. Rod and Supply is involved with a variety of motorsports as well as industrial applications with many different types of products. Since 1989, Rod and Supply has provided superior products priced competitively. Whether you're racing at the circle track or drag strip, rock climbing, or going off-road, Rod and Supply is an assortment of Rod and Radius Rods and specialty products to keep your equipment moving. Rod and Supply's experienced staff is ready and willing to help you with your needs. Their promise is to continue to provide a superior product with superior service so you can stay in front of the field no matter what it is. To learn more, go to rodandsupply.com. Missouri's must play away. Osage National Golf Resort. Three nine hole courses to choose from at the Lake of the Ozarks in the Osage River Valley. Stay and play packages in our first class condos. A beautiful clubhouse complete with pro shop and exercise facilities. A large pool for relaxation and families. The Eagle View Sports Bar and Grill. Great wedding facilities. Go online and make your tea time today. 
Rod and Supply is involved with a variety of motorsports as well as industrial applications with many different types of products. Since 1989, Rod and Supply has provided superior products priced competitively. Whether you're racing at the circle track or drag strip, rock climbing, or going off-road, Rod and Supply is an assortment of Rod and Radius Rods and specialty products to keep your equipment moving. Rod and Supply's experienced staff is ready and willing to help you with your needs. Their promise is to continue to provide a superior product with superior service so you can stay in front of the field no matter what it is. To learn more, go to rodandsupply.com. Especially sportswear in-house, we do all of the screen printing, all the embroidery. We do some vinyl. The other add specialty items like your pens, magnets, notepads, calendars. You can actually buy that, build your business, and make it larger. We have the largest screen printing process and the largest embroidery anywhere around in the area. We can do stuff all the way from your school clubs to sports teams, a professional look in the office. If you can imagine it, we can do it for you. Rod and Supply is involved with a variety of motorsports as well as industrial applications with many different types of products. Since 1989, Rod and Supply has provided superior products priced competitively. Whether you're racing at the circle track or drag strip, rock climbing, or going off-road, Rod and Supply is an assortment of Rod and Radius Rods and specialty products to keep your equipment moving. Rod and Supply's experienced staff is ready and willing to help you with your needs. Their promise is to continue to provide a superior product with superior service so you can stay in front of the field no matter what it is. To learn more, go to rodandsupply.com. Race fans, the National Sprint Car Hall of Fame and Museum is open seven days a week, year-round, for you to come in and check out all of the wonderful race cars on display in the museum. And our online store at SprintCarStuff.com is open 24 hours a day for you to check out everything that we have in stock for Sprint Car fans. Whether it's for a birthday, anniversary, or Christmas, SprintCarStuff.com has it all. That's at the National Sprint Car Hall of Fame and Museum in Knoxville. Go harder, faster, stronger with Rod and Supply. Whether you are running industrial, farming equipment, or a race car, Rod and Supply has the assortment of rod ends, radius rods, and specialty products that will help you lead the field in performance. Our superior design means our rod ends last longer and perform better, giving you the edge on the track and saving you money. Contact Rod and Supply or order online today at rodandsupply.com. We don't just sell them, we race them. Rodandsupply.com, serving the racing community for over 30 years. Welcome back to Mostly Motorsports. I'm Scott Trailer, along with Kirk Elliott, Todd Surprise, our producer, helping us out here today as he always does. And joining us now on the show is a longtime friend of the Racing Boys, Shane Stewart. How you doing, Shane? I'm good. It's been a it's been a while since I've been on your show. It it has been a while, man. And, and it, this is a big week. $50,000 to win at Lakeside Speedway. Break it all down for us, Shane. Yeah, so, uh, you know, obviously that's the, the climax of it all, right? 50K to win. is uh, that's, a, that's a chunk of money uh, in the sprint car world. And But, uh, yeah, so, uh, long story short, but when Kyle and Brad started announcing all these races, these midweek races, Mm-hmm. I started thinking about how I could promote one. <clears throat> Obviously, Port City is not a big enough track to, right. to house a sprint car race. So I started trying to put my head together of a track that, you know, that's somewhat close to me that I could manage and um, had a couple ideas and reached out to Tommy Estes. And he said, well, you know, 
I'm not at I-70 anymore, so what about Lakeside? Uh, gave me Darren's number, and I rang Darren, and he acted like he was interested. And so Brad and I got on the phone with him and put together a deal. And uh, then, obviously, I'm I'm like, okay, now that I'm committed, <laughs> right? How am I gonna right. How am I gonna How am I gonna pay for this purse? And uh, so I reached out to my longtime buddy Justin Marks, who I race for at uh, LMR, and um, started hashing some ideas with him. And the more we got to talking about it, I said, you know, it just makes more sense. You got, you know, just be my partner in it instead of being a, a, an actual sponsor. So, right. um, yeah, so that's how we, we kind of came up with the logo and the design of the logo and, and, uh, his team went to work there at track house and, and uh, has produced a, an amazing trophy that the winner is going to take home. And, uh, it's just going to be a cool, cool event. It's going to be a big event. We're expecting, you know, 60 sprint cars, uh, which is, you know, amazing. And uh, it's, uh, it's, you know, the weather's going to be great tomorrow. And right. And uh, we're, it's, it's going to be a good show. Yeah, no doubt about it. Um, listen, when you when you look at the Kansas City market, uh, Lakeside and I seventy are the two big racetracks in this area. And it made a lot of sense to go to Lakeside Speedway this year. Would you agree? Yeah. Yeah, no, totally. Um, you know, I've raced at both venues, mm-hmm. and uh, I've never actually been to a race at Lakeside where the place hasn't been packed. Uh, obviously, they were mainly uh, World of Outlaw races that I came to Lakeside at, but, you know, it's got a really strong support group here around the Kansas City area, it's a little bit closer to Kansas City than I-70 is, so that made more sense, too. Yeah, no doubt about it. It's right by the Kansas Speedway, and everybody knows where Lakeside Speedway is at, and it just makes really really good sense to go out to Lakeside Speedway. So, um, Shane, how's how's life as a promoter? How how are you enjoying life as a promoter? Well, it's like a driver, right? you're uh sometimes you're the bug and sometimes you're the windshield so <laughs> right yeah i'm 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 learning this side of it it's there's a lot to it honestly um you know it's like anything right like if you want something to be nice you got to work at it and yeah we uh we got a great uh support group at, at port city and i got 32 of us there that that work on a saturday night and um it takes all 32 people, right, to to make the show go the right way, and and uh, but <clears throat> the promoting side of it's tricky. You know, there's nights that we make money, and then there's nights that we lose money, and right, and uh, we uh, it's it it's been fun. Uh, it's been a big big education. I get, I, you know, when you're on the driver side of it, on the team side, you're rolling the town, you do your gig and and then you're off to the next venue and you know you never really thought or realized how much work actually goes into having a race just on a you know just for a little regular weekly micro race you know we're we work three or four hard days at port city to make sure everything's in good shape and um you know, and any time that we have a big event coming in, we obviously work a little bit harder because we're going to know we're going to have more people and, and more cars. And um, There's a lot to it, but it's been right. fun. Um, I'm enjoying it. 
I don't enjoy the I don't enjoy the angry parents, but uh, I enjoy uh, I enjoy watching the kids get better mm-hmm. in their classes and and uh, and you know I've enjoyed learning the track side of it, learning how to run all the equipment and, and knowing how and how much water to put on it in certain days and um but yeah it's it's uh it's been fun it's been good yeah no doubt about it and, and and port city is really one of the great micro tracks in the country i would have to say yeah i mean i we would i would definitely uh i, I mean not bragging or anything but we would be definitely one of the top elite uh micro tracks in the country um you know, we pride ourselves in keeping the place clean and, and uh, you know, keeping our track where we can try to produce good races. We work really hard on that side of it. And, um, but, yeah, I mean, we're, I, we don't have any out-of-town people that's ever come to, to Port City and said, you know, this place isn't a nice place. So right. we pride ourselves on that for sure. So you're talking about 50, 60 cars are going to be racing out at Lakeside Speedway tomorrow night. And I've been telling everybody on the show that you need to get there early because the traffic is going to be ridiculous tomorrow night. Definitely get here early. Yeah, for sure. I mean, we're expecting a huge crowd tomorrow. Um, So, yeah, the earlier you can get here, the better. Um, You know, Lakeside's obviously a little tricky to get in and out of. But uh, we're going to make sure we have all the people in the right spots. Uh, to make sure that uh, all that goes smoothly and um yeah it's just i'm excited to to have the opportunity i've always wanted to promote a sprint car race and and the timing was right the timing was right with with for with Justin Marks and uh to expand his track house brand and see what he's doing on that side of it and um yeah so we're excited about it and um look forward to it i think it's going to be a, a, a great race and I've been involved with some really good races at Lakeside and as a driver, and I don't think tomorrow's going to be any different. Hey, Shane, this is Kirk. I'm looking at this list of drivers that you've got coming in tomorrow night. This is like the Knoxville Nationals and Eldora Speedway. There's nobody left out except for one driver, and that's yourself. I don't see Shane Stewart's name <laughs> on the list, but, uh, man, you've got everybody coming to this event, including Kyle Larson. Exactly. Yeah. And, and that's the cool part. Uh, you know, obviously being midweek races, uh, it's enticing for these teams to get involved. Uh, it's easy for them. You know, Brad and them did a great job with the scheduling uh, to try to get it to where, you know, these teams don't have to travel a long distance to, to come and enjoy these high paying purses in the middle of the week. So um, <clears throat> there's 250,000 to win. Obviously, one's tomorrow. The other one is uh at uh, Lernerville later on in the summer. Right. Um ex- start, excited to to start the series off with a big bang like we're going to tomorrow and it's the who's who of, of sprint cars, right? We're we're expecting all most of the, the outlaw guys will be here as well. And uh it should be a great show. Uh, we're all excited about it and I know the buzz around the sprint car community has uh they're excited about it as well and Hopefully, we get a lot of fans that show up and and uh, enjoy themselves. Is the format similar to what an Outlaws event is? Just kind of talk about that a little bit. Yeah, format's the same. Uh, it'll be a four. It'll be a split qualifying uh, because of the car count. Four heat race program, just like the World of Outlaws. And if you don't 
qualify to to make the the four heat race, uh, they'll you'll just go to a C main, like a non qualifiers race, and it'll have a dash just like a normal outlaw race, and just start thirty lap three lap A main for for fifty thousand to win. Was there any chance that you might race in? Was there any opportunities for you to race in this race? I've had a couple opportunities, but honestly, guys, I don't. I'm done racing. I don't. I don't miss it. Um, I, I, I feel like I'm. I'm a little upset that these higher higher purses didn't come along a little sooner before I, I somewhat retired. But uh, I, my hands are, are full. My plate's full. I'm. You know, poor city keeps me busy, and and I'm hoping that this this little deal that we're doing tomorrow continues to grow, and we can continue to to grow this event as well. And it's just, you know, I've had some people ask me if I'd be interested in running this race, and I'm gonna be too nervous to freaking worry about driving <laughs> and, and promoting on the same night. So yeah, uh, I feel like to be 100 percent focused uh, to try to win a big race like tomorrow night, you got to be you got to be a hundred percent focused on just driving and I wouldn't be. So, um, I got some storage buildings that are in the process of getting ready to start getting built and my, my plates full. I, I, I tell everybody, listen, I, I enjoyed a great career. I was able to, you know, retire on my terms, uh, uh healthy. Um, you know, there was some <clears throat> big races that we we're in contention to win in my career that I didn't get to win, but, I was there. Uh, people knew I was there and, and, um, I got to meet a lot of great people along the way. And, and some of those, some of those, uh, friend, some of those friendships are, uh, everlasting. And, and, uh, you know, I do a lot of business stuff with Kevin Rudine and I'm starting to do some more business stuff with, with Justin Marks. And, you know, those are all partnerships that got established through racing and, and that's, that's honestly probably what I cherish the most. most what, what do you think about uh, Kyle Larson and Brad Sweet putting this thing together? I think it's a great uh, a, a great project for those guys, don't you think? Oh, absolutely. You know, and, and not only that, it's kind of made you know people step up to the plate to to pay more. You know, to have more bigger races right. at their venues as well. Uh, and I just kind of think that it's opened the door to. You know, I was just trying to somewhat do the math in my head the other day between the high limits, the million dollar to win race at Eldora and the little bit of money that, uh, you know, the outlaws have put into their purses. It's almost three million dollars. And that's a lot of money. But, um, you know, excited to be a small part of it. And and uh, but I think what Brad and Kyle and and them schemed up in their head is actually working the way they wanted it to work. You know, it's another great time and, and another great way to make a little bit more money through the middle of the week uh, for these teams. And, you know, and pays two grand to start. So, right. you know, that's good money. That's great money. So Yeah, yeah no doubt. Um, hey. it, it's good for the teams, for sure. You know, the other big winner is the race fan. You know, they're, they're, the exposure of this video has... Uh, I was up at US 36 the other night. The place was packed up there. The fans are really coming out. And a lot of people years ago worried that the video would hurt the gate. It's not. It's brought more interest to the sport. And it's exposed it to more people the way I see it. it I'm seeing bigger crowds everywhere because of the live video. You, you know what it's done? It's created identity. I think that's what it's done more than anything. 
Uh, yeah, I would have to agree. I have to definitely agree with both of you. You know, I think any time, any time you can you can collaborate and and get the name out. You know, there's still so many people in this world that don't know what a sprint car is, right? They right. don't. Some some of them have heard about them, but I think, you know, with the with the names of Kyle and and you know people like that that uh, has such a big strong following, um, and to see him get excited about getting in a sprint car and spreading the word to to the people that don't really know what a sprint car is, I, I think all of it makes a big difference. It sure does. And then in, when you incorporate a big purse with it the big purse creates some more of a buzz as well. And, uh, it all adds up, right? I mean, right. I mean, at the end of the day, everybody has to have, everybody's got to make a little bit of money for it to work. Right. Like, yeah. you know, Brad and Kyle's got to make a little bit of money. The promoters got to make a little bit of money. The race teams have got to make a little bit of money. And, uh, I think that that's, what's really good about this series. Cause you can, if you race well, you can make money. And if the people show up, the, the promoters make money. Yeah. Shane, let me ask you this. Uh, it, it seems like to me in my world, you know, I was traveling with the ASCS National Tour for all those 13 years that I was out there with them. But it seems to me right now in the sprint car world that 410 Racing is making a resurgence. And they're, they're, yeah. they're making a little bit more of a comeback it, because it, it kind of faded out there just for a little bit for a, a bit. But it, it seems like it's coming back now. Would you agree with me on that? I would, yeah, for sure. <clears throat> you know, I think uh, I, I think as a whole, you know, the 410 Sprint Cardell is in, in really good hands right now. And it's like anything, right? I feel like, you know, there for a little while when, when ASCS really got going strong, <clears throat> you know, the 360 program was, was big across the country. Yeah. And, uh, and it still is, there's still a lot of three sixties out there, but I think, you know, some of the people have kind of realized that it doesn't really cost much more to, to go ahead and have a 410 versus a 360. Yeah. And, uh, you know, the 410 purses pay a little bit more, they get more tow money and <clears throat> with that entices teams to, to go ahead and fork out the little extra money to go buy a 410 versus a 360. So I think the resurgence of these high-paying races have definitely helped more than anything. You know, it, it, back in the day, and I, I just say this all the time, and, and, and maybe I'm wrong, and, and correct me if I am wrong, but when that the Ford motor came into 360 racing, the price of that Ford motor went through the roof. And, and, and that's what ended up making 360 motors more expensive because it, it, when people saw those Ford motors bringing all that kind of money, they started mm -hmm. to raise their prices on their 360 motors as well. Don't you think that's what got it close? Uh, yeah, yeah, yes and no. And then I think, <clears throat> I think just the, the parts in general have. I mean, everything has gone up in price, right? Yeah. You know, and then you know, then you throw in COVID in the whole mix. Uh, and you know people weren't working and and the parts got hard to get and why the world works this way i don't know but it seems like when you can't get the part it costs more money to, to get it uh and i think that was you know one of the things too over the last four or five years that's you know and hey listen sprint car racing as a whole is not cheap to do right whether it's, it's a not. 360 or a 410 but right 
you know, now they're allowing aluminum block in the 360 series. Do you think and, that, uh, it, hold on, let me ask you that. Do you think that was a good idea? No, not, not me personally. No, me neither. I mean, I feel like, I feel like it should have stayed steel block. I mean, that was what kind of separated the two to me. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> you know, and now I'm hearing that they don't really have stock heads anymore and I just feel like it was just policed a lot better when, when Paul and I were out there, to be honest. Yeah. And uh, it was like an IMCA program, right? Like you could go anywhere in the country. Every every track knew that you had to have a stamped ASCS head, and they were doing a good job at policing it. And, you know, things just got a little out of control. And before you know it, you know, people are doing head work and not really getting it checked. And Right. And uh, so I think there was a, a, a few things that's happened over the course of a, a period of time that, you know, just, you know, if you're going to go spend this X amount of money, you know, why not go buy a 410 and and try to race for some bigger paying purses? So I think that's kind of what we're seeing now. You know, um, I remember when you and Paul Silva came out on the road, you, you had a pickup truck and you had a gooseneck trailer. And you won the championship that first year. And if I remember right, you didn't even have the trailer. It, it was all but done, but it wasn't really done. And it, you worked on it right up until the last minute to get it out on the road. Oh, dude, listen, we, it was a, so what kind of what happened was, is weird. Paul and I were planning on going to race with, with the Harley Davidson car, right? The, right. the Doyle's Harley Davidson car. And, he literally showed up, uh, Mike showed up to, to Paul's shop um, like a month before we were going to hit the road. And we had cars built and everything. And uh, Mike's just like, hey, look, you know, my business isn't doing good. And I wanted to come down and talk to you guys face to face and sit over the phone. But I just can't race. I just can't afford to do it the way, right. you know, you guys want to do it. So we were, we were freaking scrambling. So literally Paul had uh, a trailer. Uh, we didn't even have a truck, but Paul had a trailer that was a mess. So we pretty much gutted it and and tried to fit as much stuff in there as we could to travel with. And uh, Dave DeWitt loaned us a, a dually, and our buddy uh, Mark bought us a camper shell for the dually so we could put the tires in the in the back of the truck and not eat up trailer space. And uh, off we went. We left Sacramento with you know thousand bucks in the bank, and. Uh, you know, Paul said, here's the deal. Like, we, we need to win one of these nights at that at, uh, at Devil's Bowl. Like, it's a must yeah. to keep ourselves going. Right. And we were able to, we were able to do that. So, listen, it was, uh, it was a crazy busy time in our lives. And, and looking back on it now, uh, man, what a time, right? Like, it, it flew by way too quick to enjoy every little moment. But, uh you know, Paul and I, man, we had uh, we had great success together and won a lot of races, and um, definitely a time that uh, you look back on it now, and it, it was it was good. It was it was a lot of fun. Yeah, I, I've always said this, and and I'll say it again. I think Paul Silva could be the greatest mind in sprint car racing. Would you agree with that? He's definitely one of them. You know, and and to. To be able to set up a car like he does and never have driven one, uh, you know, I tell people all the time, he's got such a keen eye 
on watching a race car and knowing what it's doing and and uh that was what was mind-boggling to me i mean there was times i thought my car was doing one thing and he was like no it's not you're making to do that and you get to thinking about it yeah you're right i was and uh but he was really good at, at, at seeing that and and he's great with money. He knows how to, to stretch things and, and make sense of things. And I learned a lot of, you know, not even on just the business side of it from, from him. And he's young. I mean, crap, when we were out there, he was, you know, and still in his 20s. And uh, he, he's just, he, he's really good at what he does. There's no doubt. Yeah, no doubt about it. All right, let's get back to uh, tomorrow night. Uh, again, we, we want to recommend that everybody get out there as early as possible because I'm telling you, the, the traffic going into that racetrack tomorrow night is going to be backed up all the way to the highway. And I, 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 I just feel it coming. And uh, everybody needs to get there a little bit early. It's going to be a great show tomorrow night. $50,000 to win, 2000 to start. And it, there's not many races that pay that kind of money. No. No, you're right. There isn't. And uh, we're excited about it. And, and hopefully everybody shows up and, and uh, has a good time and has a couple cold beers and, and enjoys the night. Like I said, you know, the biggest thing this time of the year you got to worry about is the weather. And yeah. uh, the weather's going to be on our side, so we're excited about it. You got a little, you got a little uh, uh, rain up here today, so that's going to help the racetrack a little bit tomorrow, I think. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, Shane, hey, what what time? What time is the first cars on the racetrack? Like hot laps? What is that? Uh, five. Five o'clock. Five. five. Yeah. Yep. All right. Yep. Shane, thanks for being uh, uh, such a great friend to the Racing Boys all those years, man. You never said no to me whenever I come up and try to do an interview with you. You've, you've been a great friend, and I, I just can't thank you enough for coming on the show today. We, we really appreciate it. So thanks so much, buddy. Yeah, man. Thank you for having me on, and keep, keep, pushing, keep pushing the race till tomorrow, right? Like that's, that's the biggest thing we can do is just tell all your friends, and, and uh, we're, we're looking forward to it and excited for the opportunity. And, and uh, it should be a good night. All right. Thanks for having me on your show. All right. Thanks, Shane. There you have it. Shane Stewart joining us here on Mostly Motorsports. Five o'clock hot laps. Yeah. Take, just take the afternoon off tomorrow. Just uh, don't even bother to, you know, just leave early. You, Said we've got things to do uh, this afternoon. If they start at five o'clock, <laughs> you need to get there about three o'clock. Yeah. What I was going to say is, is if, if you do get to the wall, if you're coming from the Missouri side yep. and it's backed up, you see the traffic absolutely backed up onto 435, you can keep going. Go to the Donahue exit, which is a couple miles up south. Get off on Donahue and then take the very first right, which is Hutton Road. Oh, oh, your mic just went out. And there, back again? Yeah, yeah. There you go. So you take that very first right off of Donahue off of 435. You know the last time they had a World of Outlaw race, I went up there to that and exit. And that exit. And it was backed all the way up. It up is. in there. And so uh, what I was going to say is school will be letting out at that same time. So if that is your backup. Oh, hold on. I don't know what's going on with that button. I think it may be the cord in the back. Might be what's, there we go. There it is. So if you use that Donahue exit as a backup plan, just know 
that the high school lets out at that around 2.30 to 3 o'clock. So just know mm-hmm. if you're going to use that. But from 3 o'clock on, it, you should be pretty fair and be able to use that road. They're putting in a stoplight there. They are. The lights are up already. They just haven't hooked it up yet. Really? Yeah, the traffic's terrible there after school and in the mornings. We're talking miles back, backed up all the way up, not miles, backed up hundreds and hundreds of feet in the morning for rush hour traffic. You so. live about five minutes from the racetrack. Yeah, I can sneak in a back way, and I, it'd be too hard to tell people how to come in, but it's I come in the back way of five highway. So if you come from Leavenworth, That'd probably be your. That'd be an easy way to come in from Leavenworth Five Highway. Come in and mm-hmm. get that. If they got some people out there directing traffic, that would be a good good plan. That's what I'm really hoping they have, some traffic, in and out at the coming in and leaving the facility tomorrow night. I'll be getting out there early tomorrow. Yeah, it's, uh, of course you and I we can do that. So a lot of people got to go to work tomorrow, but uh, you know, just be mindful of the fact that uh, things could be backed up a little yeah. bit. Don't let that scare you away from no, going, no. folks. No, no, no. Just just plan accordingly, and uh, you'll you'll get in and out just fine. Best thing to do tomorrow is take off work. Yeah, that just get out as early. Thing. Just you know, get off work early. That's right. It'll be a good it'll be a good day of racing out there. The de- the weather's going to cooperate with you. It'll be yeah, all dry. Yeah, it's going to be out. a beautiful day all day tomorrow. And, and the the weather that we had today is helpful. Man, I'm telling you, that's going to help that racetrack I tomorrow. I think so. Night. You know, they saved yeah. them how much in water bill? Oh yeah. Today, I mean, you know, but if you if you do go out there, like you said, be be mindful of everybody. It's going to be really there's going to be more people than normal. So if this is your normal place to hang out at and there's more people than normal. You know, cut some slack to some newcomers and some people that don't normally come to our facility. Let, let them know how good Lakeside is for us people here locally. And, Lakeside's a great racetrack. And, and it is. And, you know, I almost thought about setting up a, a shuttle f- from the high school. Talked about maybe talking the high school into maybe setting up a parking lot up there and shuttling some people down there and back and forth. But, you know, that'd be a, that'd be a like a Scotty work. Cook thought of with his with a golf cart you know up there at knoxville yeah. yeah i mean that's my exact my exact thought was so uh, be so have fun out there to guys tonight just 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 be careful out there. there's gonna be a lot of people out there and if you're in the pits it's really you know it's 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 busy in it's those pits. Gonna, it's going to be really busy out there. Well, thank god the weather's going to cooperate that's that's you never know this time of the year what you're going to get and uh, it looks yeah. great. The temperatures into the 70s. It's almost going to be push 80 for yeah, high tomorrow. It's and, really uh, nice. It's going to be tomorrow. sunny all day. We're lucky yeah. it wasn't today. I mean, think about, think about like today. It could have been, it'd been completely washout. Oh yeah, no doubt about it. It would have been. But it's, uh, you know, if you're thinking, now ah, just watch it on video. No, don't. Folks, you ain't going to see everything on video. You got to be there. So come you on got, out. You got to be at the out. races. Gotta if you there. haven't seen a race at Lakeside or haven't seen one in a while, it puts on great races. It's man. a great race, and they're going to have B mods out there. The B mods, there's only two two racing, so there's going to be racing. You're not going to have any lull points. Yeah. So you're not going to, you know. So and if you don't watch the B mods, that's the time you go up and get your drinks and your use the concessions and the restrooms and come on back, man. I mean, it's going to be a really fun night out there tonight. Yeah, it'll be a great show. Hey, Kirk. Yep. So yesterday, Christopher Bell wins at Bristol. Do you think that Kyle Larson made the wrong car call by not putting those tires on? Absolutely made the wrong call. Yeah. yeah. 
for sure he made the wrong call, which probably led to him spinning out on his own, and that really put him behind the eight ball. Then, of course, uh, that incident he got with Brian Priest, uh, where those two were going at each other, that ended his day right there. So, yeah, not a good night for Kyle Larson. He was leading the race through the early portion of the race. Christopher and Bell led 100 he got, laps. He got behind when some of the guys stayed out on the racetrack. But, uh, yeah, he, not putting on tires here at, the, at that one. Yeah. And, and we're, we're, we're going to try to get Christopher Bell on the show here before too much yeah. longer. Christopher's yeah, always a good yeah. guy. He, he doesn't have a problem saying no. It's usually he has so many people around him, tugging and pulling him in different directions right. that it's right. hard for him to get loose. But did you hear Jonathan Davenport after that thing talking about how it, maybe some different dirt might help, a different kind of dirt? He said this seemed more of like a novelty race to him than um, a real race. Well, I mean, I know he finished. Uh, let me just say this about Jonathan Davenport. Jonathan Davenport is used to having a car that hooks up. Well, it's just a totally different race car than he's used to. I mean, yeah, he had said to these aren't those things. Driving those cars is like driving a street stock. Yeah, I mean, it's just like apples and oranges. <coughs> it's just totally different than that dirt late model that he's used to driving. And he didn't get any practice laps on Friday, and that was the problem. Uh, the that all didn't. got called off. So his first uh, action out on the track was during those qualifying races on. Saturday afternoon, and then go run the race on Sunday. He, he raced the truck race. He did pretty good in the truck race. He yeah. did. He stayed out of trouble. He, he uh, was in the top 15, wasn't he? For a little yeah, bit. I, I know so. he dropped back, and then he was back up again. But that's a different That's a different beast. We all know that that truck's a different feel com, different compared yeah, to the new the car. Yeah, it's not the same feeling as that car. No. Uh-uh. So if he was, all he was doing is trying to figure out what the dirt was going to do that or, day because it wasn't going to, nothing was going to truly transfer over information if you heard uh he dropped out of the race and yeah joey legato said the same thing the only reason why he was racing that race was just i gotta i want to you know it's not nothing's gonna transfer I'll tell you who really had a bad day it was denny hamlin man did he, he spend more time he was than, like a pinball yesterday every i thought it was a replay and it was live again he was spinning and spinning. it was all over the place kevin harvick ended up pretty <laughs> well he got ninth i think when that was all over with but uh no, uh, Tyler Reddick, if you look at his performance from last year when he got taken out by Chase Briscoe to allow Kyle Busch to win, Reddick, this is the second straight year in two different race cars. Last year he was driving for Childress, this year driving for, you know, uh, 2311 racing, and Tyler Reddick put together back-to-back finishes from last year I, to this I, year. I thought Tyler Reddick was going to well. make a run at him at the yeah. end. And, and, and to be honest with you, I thought Austin Dillon Austin, might have a chance, I was just to win ready to say. chance to win it. But I, I thought once that uh, yellow flag came out and the race ended, you know, when the white flag came out, I'm not I'm not sure if that if they'd have racked that up and gone a green-white checker that, that uh, Reddick would have still gotten by uh, – bell at that point so i i think it ended up about where it was going to anyway yeah i thought i figured that was how it was going to end even for another but i'm like scott i thought dylan had a shot made to pull second out of that deal and and he had a really good shot to win that race i mean i every time you looked up his name was still there in the top five he never really fell out of the top 10 ever when he was battling there towards the end so you look at the top five all of them with their track experience yeah that's jr got himself up into the top five right so and so uh, I thought the racetrack conditions were terrific. I, 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 don't, I, thought, I don't know how much better they could have prepped that racetrack. 
they could race from top to bottom. Yeah. Yeah. Night. Uh, the only problem I had with the racetrack was that big hole. There. They had the hole. Yeah, there was a hole that uh, started to dig out. That thing bit. was. 36 speedway, old old hole at 36 it, speedway. It, it, was, it was like grinding the frame rails when you, they went through But you there. put those kind of race cars on a track like that, 3,400-pound race yeah. cars, kind of low low to the ground. It's, it's going to get dug out in spots. Especially when there's some pieces of material getting crushed off right. some of these cars. You know, But I, I don't know how much better they could have prepped no, that race track. You know, They're compared really to a day race for the NASCAR on dirt, yeah, this was better. a much better product to watch yeah two years ago it was in the daytime we said at the time brutal there's a reason why we don't race dirt races in the daytime right let's get this thing at night they had it at night last year i thought this year was a much better was even a better racetrack than what they had a year ago what what did you think of tony stewart and clint boyer and and their stick that they had I, it it's fine. okay. I thought it was pretty good. Here's what I here's it the problem. Fine. I think, I think it, Tony and, and and um Clint work good together. I think what the problem is, it's three and a half hours and four hours. So sometime what I would like to see him do is hand it off in the second stage to maybe somebody that they're grooming for down the line. Yeah. And let those people do a stage. Or not even you wouldn't have to do a half a stage. Get but, rid of Michael Waltrip. And 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 bring in some new blood, right? I mean, you know, that's a three-stage race. It'd be real easy to do on these big big races that are a four-hour program. It's, it's four and a half hours sometimes of these guys, and, you know, it's hard for them to fill air for four hours. Well, that's why I think NBC does a much better yeah. job. They've got Steve Letarte. they got Jeff Burton. they got Dale Jr. they got yes. all these different voices that seem to And they hand well it off. Together. I thought Tony Stewart and Clint Boyer No, they did a great good job. job. Yeah, no, yesterday's race was perfect. It was a yeah. smaller race. They, they know dirt. They know dirt tracks. When you hear Tony Stewart saying, when when you hear Tony Stewart complimenting the track conditions, he knows about prepping racetracks. He owns Eldora Speedway, so he knows what he's talking and, about. And he always helps with the Chili Bowl as yeah. well. Yeah, no, he... It, no, he wasn't down there last year. No. No. But he's been doing it so long, he, it isn't like he doesn't know what dirt's about. But Right. But he's, like, he's out... Tony Stewart has got a lot of laps on a tractor at Eldora Speedway working Absolutely. working racetracks. So when he when he comes on there last night and says, I don't know how much better they could have prepped this racetrack, you got you got to take well, that to the like bag. Like when they went and threw the water on it, when they were going in that one bar, and he says, hey, I like what they're doing right now. I'm going to put a little bit of that water up there on the top of it. I mean, it was like, you know, he was kind of giving you some insight onto what was going on. And that, and right. that it's not just the same. Like, hey, let's throw it down to such, such, so, and so, and get a... It's better than Daryl Waltrip, who was in the booth last year. Yeah. We'll say yeah, that. Yeah, that was tough to listen to. <laughs> oh, my God. D.W. might know Bristol, but he doesn't know dirt no, on Bristol. Uh, uh, no. Boogity, boogity, boogity. And they could have brought him in for 20 or 30 laps and bring him on out. You know what I'm saying? I don't mind that. I don't, I, I, I'm done with Daryl Waltrip and, and Mike, Michael. And Michael. Yeah, they, Both. <laughs> I'm done with them. There's, there's got to be other pairs that we could bring in and. Well, I, I, I just think that what they need to do is what they've done. Clint Boyer raced on at Lakeside Speedway, dirt. Thunder Hill. He knows dirt. He, he knows dirt as well as anybody. And Tony Stewart knows dirt as well as yeah, anybody. Yeah, no, I thought that was a great pairing last night. Had those guys in the booth. And Mike yeah. Joy does a great job. So I don't have any issue with the broadcast team last night at all. 
Yeah. Yeah. I thought it was a great show. Yeah. It really was. And and the truck race on on uh, Friday or Saturday night that Joey Logano won the qualifying races. uh, I thought it was uh, is a home run. The only thing that I take a look at. Uh, I expect more people in the grandstands than what I've seen I, from I these races. I was a little disappointed I, that, that too. Uh, the, You know, the, the typical Bristol uh, and the full ra- race on the concrete will have a huge crowd. But do, do you feel we like see, do we you don't f- see it near as big a crowd for that race last night as we will for the night race in September? Do you feel like they'd have a bigger crowd if it was paved? If the track, I, tend, I think it, I tend to think so. I yeah. think so. Which which leads me to question whether they're going to do this again next year. I have my doubts that we're going to see another dirt race at Bristol no, because it cost an enormous amount of money to bring that dirt in and change that around and put dirt on that racetrack. Find a bigger little bit. I, Iowa. Four thousand yards of dirt. Yeah. Bring in six thousand, put it at a little bigger track, and let's have it somewhere else. But I think now, if there if there was a huge crowd like you would typically see in the fall race at uh, at Bristol, uh, you know, I think uh, there was no doubt that that they would have it coming back. But that that's the only thing that gives me pause to whether or not we'll see this again at Bristol is the is the crowd. Joey Logano was not happy with <laughs> what, what transpired with him was he? No, he run he run dead last. Yeah, he had to pull off. He got, yeah, he he didn't finish the race, <laughs> and right. neither did Kyle Busch. Right? Yeah, Kyle Busch was out early too. Who had a pretty good race car? He did for a lot of that yeah. race, but he didn't finish either. <coughs> so, that. but I I enjoyed watching it. I thought it was a great show. Better than the last two years. So I like you said, I'll I'll take. No, it, it was definitely better than the last two. Years. I yeah. just I just would have expected more people in the grandstands than what we've witnessed for these dirt races down there. That's uh, all. Yep. It, having it on Easter probably didn't help. Maybe yeah, that's that might have been it. Maybe that's it. Because a lot of people want to stay home yep. and and watch the race on TV, and it, they don't want to go to the races. And, and first of all. The blue collar people can't really afford to go to the races anymore. Well, I mean, it's, it's, it's yeah. really expensive to it, go to these cup races. It's anymore. expensive to go to anything and for your entertainment but a lot dollar. Of places and, they brought down the ticket prices and made it more affordable to. Yeah, I think bring the Easter thing, in. Easter thing with the family, is that might is, have a lot, a lot to do more with it. Like Kirk, I think would, that's it. You know, Kirk went up to Iowa, and and you know, family, yeah. some families. It's first a lot of times, you know. And that's you know, NASCAR used to never hold races no, on Easter Sunday. Never. Did, did you go up to your... I did. How was it? Fun. Yeah, it was a great day. Big family gathering. out there having the Easter egg hunt in the, in the backyard there. Yeah, it was a cool day. Yeah. Watch the Masters. Ah. Uh, I, I dared my I listened watch. to the... Uh, I watched the race after I got home, I but I listened all. to the race on the radio last night uh, coming back. I so, watched it all weekend as well. Me and Kirk were texting back and forth about the golf. I so. can't watch the golf. I don't watch every golf. I watch the Masters. That's yeah. that's a different animal. I dared my wife. I bet her some money. They, they were hiding Easter eggs across the street. The right. na- neighbors have these huge parties, and I dared her to go across the street with a Easter basket and just start running around and grabbing them and come back, and I'd film it. We could put it on. Did she do it? No. She's, she's a professional. <laughs> she's a <laughs> professional. <laughs> the highlight of my Easter weekend was Friday night at US 36 Raceway, and what a show we saw up there. 
Yeah. That, that it doesn't get much better. Than that was a damn there. good show up there at yeah. US 36. Sheldon Hodenshield making the moves that he made, and he and uh, Carson Macedo and Brad Sweet going at it there and dicing it back and forth. Uh, that that was a great night of sprint car race Friday night. Thirty one cars. Yeah. But yeah. they were all good. They were every they one were, of them. That B main was as about as stacked a B main as you'll see. Yeah, no doubt about it. All right, we're going to take a break. When we come back, more Mostly Motorsports. It's all brought to you by Rod and Supply featuring the Power Eye Midwest Lightning Sprints. Again, they're going to have their first show down at Central Missouri Speedway on April 29th. Get down there and check them out. They're a great class. And we'll come back with more right here on Mostly Motorsports. Again, brought to you by Rod and Supply. Stay tuned. Listening to Mostly Motorsports with the Racing Boys. Rod and Supply is involved with a variety of motorsports as well as industrial applications with many different types of products. Since 1989, Rod and Supply has provided superior products priced competitively. Whether you're racing at the circle track or drag strip, rock climbing, or going off-road, Rod and Supply is an assortment of Rod and's radius rods and specialty products to keep your equipment moving. Rod and Supply's experienced staff is ready and willing to help you with your needs. Their promise is to continue to provide a superior product with superior service so you can stay in front of the field no matter what it is. To learn more, go to rodandsupply.com. Missouri's must play getaway. Osage National Golf Resort. Three nine hole courses to choose from at the Lake of the Ozarks in the Osage River Valley. Stay and play packages in our first class condos. A beautiful clubhouse complete with pro shop and exercise facilities. A large pool for relaxation and families. The Eagle View Sports Bar and Grill. Great wedding facilities. Go online and make your tea time today. Rod and Supply is involved with a variety of motorsports as well as industrial applications with many different types of products. Since 1989, Rod and Supply has provided superior products priced competitively. Whether you're racing at the circle track or drag strip, rock climbing, or going off-road, Rod and Supply is an assortment of Rod and's radius rods and specialty products to keep your equipment moving. Rod and Supply's experienced staff is ready and willing to help you with your needs. Their promise is to continue to provide a superior product with superior service so you can stay in front of the field no matter what it is. To learn more, go to rodandsupply.com. Especially sportswear in-house. We do all of the screen printing, all the embroidery. We do some vinyl. The other add specialty items like your pens, magnets, notepads, calendars. You can actually buy that, build your business, and make it larger. We have the largest screen printing process and the largest embroidery anywhere around in the area. We can do stuff all the way from your school clubs to sports teams, a professional look in the office. If you can imagine it, we can do it for you. Rod and Supply is involved with a variety of motorsports as well as industrial applications with many different types of products. Since 1989, Rod and Supply has provided superior products priced competitively. Whether you're racing at the circle track or drag strip, rock climbing, or going off-road, Rod and Supply is an assortment of Rod and's radius rods and specialty products to keep your equipment moving. Rod and Supply's experienced staff is ready and willing to help you with your needs. Their promise is to continue to provide a superior product with superior service so you can stay in front of the field no matter what it is. To learn more, go to rodandsupply.com. Race fans, the National Sprint Car Hall of Fame and Museum is open seven days a week, year-round, for you to come in and check out all of the wonderful race cars on display in the museum. And our online store at SprintCarStuff.com is open 24 hours a day for you to check out everything that we have in stock for Sprint Car fans. 
Whether it's for a birthday, anniversary, or Christmas, SprintCarStuff.com has it all. That's at the National Sprint Car Hall of Fame and Museum in Knoxville. Go harder, faster, stronger with Rod and Supply. Whether you are running industrial, farming equipment, or a race car, Rod and Supply has the assortment of rod ends, radius rods, and specialty products that will help you lead the field in performance. Our superior design means our rod ends last longer and perform better, giving you the edge on the track and saving you money. Contact Rod and Supply or order online today at rodandsupply.com. We don't just sell them, we race them. Rodandsupply.com, serving the racing community for over 30 years. Welcome back. It's Mostly Motorsports. It's all brought to you by Rod and Supply. Featuring the Power Eye Midwest Lightning Sprints. Again, they'll be down at CMS, Central Missouri Speedway, on April 29th. That's Super Bowl. That's the Super Bowl weekend, isn't it? No, the draft weekend. Draft weekend. Right. I said, su I said Super Bowl. It's because we won the Super Bowl. That's why. Yeah. Everything it's going to be down there. The Super Bowl trophy will be on display. Let me tell you something. So there's, it's going to be a premium for motel rooms here. Not only that, the the going around, moving around downtown, and if you're driving your own car, will be a nightmare. It will be the biggest nightmare. So from I-35 down to, whoa, from I-35 down to. Um, the, all the way down there to the right. Union Station and all that. Oh my gosh! It's going to be they crazy. A good time to open that new airport. Well, huh? that's that was a whole key to this thing, man. It's, right. It's um, it's definitely going to be. Well, let me tell you, they're definitely talking three to four hundred thousand people down there. So make sure if you do come to Kansas City for this thing, download the app. There's an app you can search it on NFL.com. There's not going to be any motel rooms. No available. motel. You could, you'll be staying in Overland Park probably, which right. is which is only a 20 minute drive, guys. Right. So all right, so we're good. Let's bring on uh, uh, one of my best friends, uh, and he's just such a great guy, man. And and we've been hanging out together for a long time. Let's bring on Tommy Hahn. He is now in charge of getting the sponsorship for the Chili Bowl and the Tulsa Shootout. Tommy, how you doing? Great, guys. How's it going? I'm I'm doing pretty good, man. So, tell tell me, I I, I hate to ask you this question, but we all know, as we know here at Racing Boys, that Lucas Oil has gone in a different direction and they they're changing their philosophy on what they're doing and they they decided to not renew with the Chili Bowl and the Tulsa shootout. Can you give us a little update on that? Well, that that's true. Yes and no, Scott. It's not that they didn't want to renew. They wanted to renew sponsorship for the shootout and Chili Bowl. We just couldn't come to terms on what we thought it was worth and what they thought it was worth. So um, it wasn't like they have changed directions or whatever. We they they wanted to be back involved. We just felt like for what they were wanted and what we had to offer, we just couldn't come to an agreement. So we uh, we decided to go try to get our own sponsorship, and we're also going to do our own uh, broadcast, which will be for the C's, B's, and A's. And we're in talks right now with uh, Flow to extend that to the Flow uh, broadcast. So. All the race fans can rest assured it's, it's uh, probably going to be on flow again. So, 
seamlessly through flow the whole week, um, Monday through Saturday features. So uh, that's the plan. So we're uh, got a lot on our plate, but we're we're really excited. Have a lot of interest from companies and want to be involved with the Chili Bowl. Of course, it's the biggest indoor race of the year, and hopefully, we can get the right company involved. And we've already talked to numerous companies and. I think some people will know some of the names, some of them they won't. Right, right. Uh, Tommy, uh, your dad put you in charge of this, uh, 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 this, this, in charge of taking care of the, the sponsorship opportunities. Uh, th- that meant a lot to you, didn't it? Well, yes. He, my dad's always handled that ever since he started this 37 years ago. Yeah. He's kind of always handled that itself. Um, He's uh, 82 years old now, and he's wanting to kind of step back. And um, he likes to golf. That's his passion, number one passion. Actually, I think he likes golfing more than he likes racing. Believe it or not, he's right. He's at the golf. He's at the golf course right now with my grandson, his great grandson. So he just loves golfing. So he's he's turned it over to me, and it's a huge, huge responsibility. But um, I've got some help from some people that's helping me, and we're we're excited to. Hopefully, make an announcement here and uh, let everybody know that the Chili Bowl is going to happen as scheduled, January eighth through the thirteenth, twenty twenty four. Right, and then if anybody wants to get a hold of Tommy, they can do so at nine one eight three eight one three two nine two, or you can email him at tom at chilibowl dot com. Is that correct? That's it, Scott. Yep. Yep. So, um. How how difficult is it to get out there and rattle the cages and try to get some new money? How hard is that, Tommy? Well, you know, you would think being the biggest race in the universe, in my opinion, it would be easy. But right now, it's just we're we're making contacts to all the companies. Um, that's the main deal is making the contacts. We're in contact with the lieutenant governor of Oklahoma, Matt Pinnell. He's helping us out with contacts and. Uh, We've got the uh, Tulsa Sports Commission's helping us, and uh, I've got a couple consultants that's helping us, one in North Carolina and one in Indianapolis. So we've got people out looking, and uh, we've got lots of interest. So um, I think we're actually going to have probably a presenting sponsor is going to be announced probably within the next couple weeks, and I think everybody will recognize that name. And so we're we're excited. I think it's going to be a going to be a great transition here to uh, kind of doing our own promotion and our own signage deal, and uh, we're excited. Hey, uh, Tommy, this is Kirk. And, you know, Lucas Oil did a great job, but they, they sponsored us for quite a number of years. and Twelve we, years. We really appreciate the partnership that we had with yeah. them, and I know they did a great job for the Chili Bowl and Tulsa Shootout for a number of years. But the title sponsor, it, it, it's got to be, and they were a great fit for the Chili Bowl, but the the new partners that you bring in, the fit has it, that's a big deal, isn't it? Yeah, it is. And you know, we're looking we're looking for companies that are in, involved in auto racing, of course. And we're looking for Oklahoma companies, and they seem to be real involved. Even Oklahoma, Oklahoma companies are involved in auto racing. So you know, we think we've got some uh, companies that are going to be a great fit, and um, we're really excited. We just. Uh, Lucas Oil has been a great partner for us. You know, when we they started with us, they put it on uh, MAV TV. Yeah. First time we'd have it broadcasted. Um, you know, they just elevated the the Chili Bowl and the shootout to the next level, and we were just you know we're grateful for everything they've done. And 
you know, we're uh, we're we're just looking forward to the future. Yeah, um, I, I I gotta say that uh, racing boys, we we had a nice little run over there as well, man. It that was a, a great time for us. And then when Flo come in and 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 bought us out, um, you know, it was a little sad for Kirk and I. Um, maybe not so much for Kirk, because Kirk was always stressed out. But for me, uh, it, it, it was one of the great pleasures of my life to be able to do the Chili Bowl. I will say my my Chili Bowl experience the last two years has been just wonderful, Scott. Right. <laughs> I've, enjoyed, <laughs> I've enjoyed the last two Chili Bowls more than I ever have, Tommy. I'll just say that. Well, I don't know what Kirk got paid to work for you, Scott, but whatever it was, it wasn't enough. I know that. <laughs> now, it, it's all good. We it was, it was a great run for us down there, no doubt about 16 it. 16 years the, we did the, it. The fact I got to just walk around the pits and see everybody the last two years, Tommy, has, has really made it enjoyable for me the last couple of years. Yeah, it is amazing when you go through there and you see how it's grown, which you all saw it over the 16-year period. It's just, you know, every year you just keep thinking it can't get better, can't, and it just, it just seems to. And, you know, hopefully we can just continue to grow it. And, you know, we're kind of maxed out on our fan-wise, but, you know, we're we're expanding on our uh, on our broadcast as far as hopefully we can go even farther, maybe go to uh, maybe a broadcast at, on the cable, maybe uh, – national that way we can get more more exposure for the chili bowl yeah no doubt about it and and if you want to get a hold of tommy again you can do so at 918-381-3292 or you can email him at tom at chili com. and if you want to be a part of the chili bowl this is a great opportunity to get involved right now yeah and we also scott we also have a we have one nightly sponsor available um, we've got Wednesday night available, so we have nightly sponsors, not just title sponsors, presenting sponsors, things like that. Uh, we got one nightly sponsorships available, so you know we got packages to make uh, give everybody a, a good return on their investment and have fun at the Chili Bowl at the same time. Yeah, no doubt about it. Uh, I want to talk to you about this uh, number fifty-two car that we've been seeing out on the racetrack we talk to blake quite often but uh, he's doing a great job i want to get your take about uh, you're doing doing a lot of more 410 racing now how's how's everything going from your standpoint well we're we've had our ups and downs you know we just we jumped in head first with the outlaws at devil's bowl the first weekend um ran great right out of the box you know ran ninth first night missed the feature the second night track was a little different than we anticipated uh, and then last weekend we ran US 36, missed the show there, went to 81 Speedway, we made the show. So um, we're getting a handle on it. Um, Blake and Dalton's doing a good job on the car. We're finally, you know, new tire, more power, just different transition. But I'm, I'm really pleased with how what they've done. And uh, we're going to be going to Lakeside tomorrow night. We're going to run the uh, high limits race up there. We're going to, of course, be up there for the 50,000 to win that Shane's putting on up there. We're Really excited for that. We signed on for the high limits. We signed the contract with them. We committed to running the whole tour, so we're um, we're we're looking forward to that. And we're also going to hit the rest of the. Uh, we're going to be at Peebley next weekend with the Outlaws, and we're going to hit Knoxville with the Outlaws the following weekend. So we're just going to try to get a little bit more more seat time, and uh, we feel feel like the more laps we get, the better we're going to get. And we're just excited for this year. We're not going to be going for any championship. No ASCS, just hit and miss where we want to run. All-Stars, World Outlaws, ASCS National. 
power eye. We, we don't care. We just want to go right. as many races as we can. Uh, Tommy, uh, let, let me tell you, it, it's a difficult time right now. They've changed the right rear tire, and and you're going from a 360 to a 410. How much... How difficult is it to be able to overcome the new tire and go to a 410 and race the 410? Well, you know, the power is really not as much the problem as it is with the, the, our setup. Mm-hmm. Our setup that we run on our 360 uh, and with the tire combination we have with the Outlaws and what com- tire combination we have ASCS, the car just has a different feel to it. And that's what we're working on now is try to get that balance. We're really, really close. We're getting really close. We feel like we're right there with our balance now. So if we can just fine-tune it, Dalton and Blake and I have been putting our heads together, talking to Jerry Russell up at JR1. We've been talking to Johnny Herrera. We've been talking to other people, kind of giving us some opinions of what we need to be doing. So we're going to just kind of tweak on a little bit this weekend. Uh, Of course, we're going to run Lakeside Tuesday, and we're going to be Peebly Friday and Saturday. Hopefully the weather will be nice up there, but we'll just – Hopefully every night we can just gain a little speed. We just qualifying seems to be our bugaboo. We seem to race really well. We just qualifying seems to be our big issue right now. So if we can if we can do finish up our qualifying and do that, I think we'll be in good shape. Hey, I got a great memory of Blake winning that ASCS race about a year ago up there. That was about as thrilling a finish as you'll ever see. That's right. Past Matt Covington in turn three and four. I'm telling you, that was a. Uh, very exciting. It's nice to go to a track when the last time you were there, you won last lap, last corner. So, right. yeah, that that was uh, that was really exciting. That's funny, Kirk. I did not even remember that until you mentioned that. That's, that's a good <laughs> I memory. I, I can't believe I can't believe I didn't remember that. Right. Well, but, Kirk- yeah, we're we love Lakeside, man. It's great crowds up there. I I I heard y'all talking earlier about the get there early, and of course we will be there earlier with the race car, but. Uh, if you if you're anywhere in the area, you've got to come see. That's going to be some fantastic race and best of the best. Of course, all the outlaw guys are going to be there. They've all got the AOK to come. I think most all of them are going to be there. So it's going yeah. to be it's going to be fantastic for sure. Yeah, I mean it's 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 not, the field. He said about sixty cars going to show up somewhere about that. But if you look at just the quality of the field, I mean it's like the Knoxville Nationals in Eldora. That's what it looks like to me. Or, 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 or up at the Dirt Cup. Yeah, or you, you, any of these big high-playing races. You pay that kind right. of money, that, that's these a lot guys of money. are all going to show up. So the quality of the field is about as good as you'll see anywhere all year. Yeah, no doubt about it. Right now, the quality of the 410 field right now is just amazing. If you went to any of the – well, you saw Kirk and Scott this weekend, US 36. Yeah. Look at the car. Look at those 31 cars there. Yeah, I mean, I mean any of, any of those cars is just unbelievable. So and the grandstands you know, I mean, were packed, absolutely packed. It took us. I think we thought we were going. We didn't make the show. We thought we were going to sneak out of there early. And of course, we parked right next to Macedo, and that was a mistake. But I think it took us an hour and a half to finally get out of the pitter. Yeah, oh my! So oh my gosh! Well, yeah, let so me let me tell look. you. I watched <laughs> I watched that race on your TV with Blake in the trailer. And as soon as that race was over, I ran to my car, and I got out of there, and I was one of the first six or seven people out of that place. It was better to watch it in person up on top of the grandstand, Scott, than the way you watch it. Unbelievable race. His hot and chill just put on a heck of a show, didn't he? Passed yep. on the high side there. Yeah, that was great. Great. Unbelievable finish. Yeah. 
All right, Tommy. Well, uh, again, if anybody wants to get a hold of Tommy and about sponsorship, a Wednesday night sponsorship is still available. You can do so at 918-381-3292, or you can email him at Tom at Racing. Uh, um, I'm sorry, Tom at ChiliBowl.com. Awesome. Appreciate it, guys. All right, Tommy. Thank Thanks, you, Tommy. buddy. See you all tomorrow. See you tomorrow, bud. There you have it, Tommy Hahn. Let's uh, let's take a break, Todd, and then when we come back, we'll we'll talk a little bit more about what's going on in the world of racing. Well, we had a lot of great sprint car racing. A this lot weekend. of great sprint car Man. racing this weekend, and that uh, we'll we'll talk about that when we get back here on mostly motorsports. It's all brought to you by Rod and Supply, featuring the Power Eye Midwest Lightning Sprints. Again, they're going to be racing down at CMS on April 29th. Get down there and check them out. We'll be right back. You're listening to Mostly Motorsports with the Racing Boys. Rod and Supply is involved with a variety of motorsports as well as industrial applications with many different types of products. Since 1989, Rod and Supply has provided superior products priced competitively. Whether you're racing at the circle track or drag strip, rock climbing, or going off-road, Rod and Supply is an assortment of Rod and Radius Rods and specialty products to keep your equipment moving. Rod and Supply's experienced staff is ready and willing to help you with your needs. Their promise is to continue to provide a superior product with superior service so you can stay in front of the field no matter what it is. To learn more, go to rodandsupply.com. Missouri's must play getaway. Osage National Golf Resort. Three nine-hole courses to choose from at the Lake of the Ozarks in the Osage River Valley. Stay and play packages in our first-class condos. A beautiful clubhouse complete with pro shop and exercise facilities. A large pool for relaxation and families. The Eagle View Sports Bar and Grill. Great wedding facilities. Go online and make your tea time today. Rod and Supply is involved with a variety of motorsports as well as industrial applications with many different types of products. Since 1989, Rod and Supply has provided superior products priced competitively. Whether you're racing at the circle track or drag strip, rock climbing, or going off-road, Rod and Supply is an assortment of Rod and Radius Rods and specialty products to keep your equipment moving. Rod and Supply's experienced staff is ready and willing to help you with your needs. Their promise is to continue to provide a superior product with superior service so you can stay in front of the field no matter what it is. To learn more, go to rodandsupply.com. Especially sportswear in-house. We do all of the screen printing, all the embroidery. We do some vinyl. The other ad specialty items like your pens, magnets, notepads, calendars. You can actually buy that, build your business, and make it larger. We have the largest screen printing process and the largest embroidery anywhere around in the area. We can do stuff all the way from your school clubs to sports teams, a professional look in the office. If you can imagine it, we can do it for you. Rod and Supply is involved with a variety of motorsports as well as industrial applications with many different types of products. Since 1989, Rod and Supply has provided superior products priced competitively. Whether you're racing at the circle track or drag strip, rock climbing, or going off-road, Rod and Supply is an assortment of Rod and Radius Rods and specialty products to keep your equipment moving. Rod and Supply's experienced staff is ready and willing to help you with your needs. Their promise is to continue to provide a superior product with superior service so you can stay in front of the field no matter what it is. To learn more, go to rodandsupply.com. Race fans, the National Sprint Car Hall of Fame and Museum is open seven days a week, year-round, for you to come in and check out all of the wonderful race cars on display in the museum. And our online store at SprintCarStuff.com 
is open 24 hours a day for you to check out everything that we have in stock for Sprint Car fans. Whether it's for a birthday, anniversary, or Christmas, SprintCarStuff.com has it all. That's at the National Sprint Car Hall of Fame and Museum in Knoxville. Go harder, faster, stronger with Rod and Supply. Whether you are running industrial, farming equipment, or a race car, Rod and Supply has the assortment of rod ends, radius rods, and specialty products that will help you lead the field in performance. Our superior design means our rod ends last longer and perform better, giving you the edge on the track and saving you money. Contact Rod and Supply or order online today at rodandsupply.com. We don't just sell them, we race them. Rodandsupply.com, serving the racing community for over 30 years. Welcome back. It's mostly motorsports. And again, we want to remind everybody what's going on up at the National Sprint Car Hall of Fame and Museum right now. They're going to be giving away a 2023 Z06 Corvette with the Z07 Performance Package. It's pearl white, metallic, a tri-coat color along with $25,000 in cash to help you pay for the taxes on that thing. This car makes 760 horsepower. It's a 5.5 LT6 V8 engine. goes from 0 to 60 in 2.6 seconds. It's an 8-speed automatic with a, uh, an all-aluminum cylinder block casting, small block engine, and, man, this thing is a real race car. It is a performance. What would you call that, Todd? Would you call that a, a, a real race car on the street? That's the it's the highest production you can get on the street. That's that's there's not much more that's a mid-engine car. Too. I mean, you're not going to find mid-engine cars in any American car other than this car. This no. is the only mid-engine American car made. Man, and it's such a beautiful car, man. It's got the big brakes. It's got the big tires on it. And uh, it's got the arrow package on it as well. And, and again, this car, the engine is built by one person. Walk that bad boy through the line, man. And then they, then they sign off on it, and they put that motor in that car. And again, this car makes 760 horsepower, Kurt. It's just insane to think about. It's a rocket ship. How much horsepower that actually Could is. Could you imagine that? You know, back in the day... Back in the day, yeah. when 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 they had the muscle cars, they only made four hundred and twenty-five horsepower. That was, that was, I mean, yeah, exactly. four hundred and twenty-five horsepower. I mean, if you had a three fifty that was pushing three hundred horsepower, three hundred and fifty horsepower, that you had a monster in. That was a monster. My little Mustang only pushes two hundred and forty forty-five horsepower. My Arca car made seven hundred and ninety yeah. horsepower. I mean, that's what this is. This this is only thirty horsepower away from that motor. Probably beat it with just a, oh with gosh. all the technology that's wrapped around this car. It probably still smoke a right. car. So yeah. So if you want to have a chance to win this Corvette, you can do so at winaz06corvette.com. Winaz06corvette.com. Kirk, and yes. then they're going to have the Williams Grove track tribute up at the National Sprint Car Hall of Fame and Museum. They're open seven days a week. The only days that they're closed is on the major holidays. And the next two weekends is huge in Knoxville because Saturday night is opening night. 
for the regular season. And next weekend, the World of Outlaws is going to be there uh, Friday and Saturday. So the Hall of Fame will be a very busy place over the next uh, couple of weekends. Uh, have, have they got the track tribune into Williams Grove yet? I'm not yet? sure if that if, – we need to get in touch with Bob to get an update on we'll that. We'll get him on next week. Yeah, yeah. We, can, we talked about getting Bob on right before the beginning of the season, and then right. he's going to give us an update on the car. That was right. what he said. Yeah. So we need, to, we need to get him on, get us an update on all these things that, that are going on up there. And, and, uh, and, and see if the new car is up there. Yeah. North Campground is open too, Scott. We got an email on that. You can park your rigs. Right now, well, at the campground, Kirk, and I, I think Kirk and I are going to downsize to an RV. Now, what's this? What's this rig we have now called? What do you call that? That's a bus. Isn't that an RV? That's it's a, a bus. That's a oh. living bus. That's a bus. <laughs> that's a house on wheels. Right. It, 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 there's nothing really wrong with it. And if you are interested in buying a motorhome, ours is for sale. You, you, you might you just be able, want to downsize a little bit. I just want to downsize a little bit. Yeah, you're not carrying as many people up and down the road like we used to. It, 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 it's I mean, just, some it's nights you'd have three people crashing. It's just mostly people. just me, you and, Kirk and Deidre, you and, Deidre. and Kirk. Yep, I don't do much traveling on the i'm traveling but it's for baseball <laughs> right so, so but you, you come home o- almost every night yeah right? except for our two we do two big trips a year why so. is you make all these deals right around tax day <laughs> kirk knows the money part well listen <laughs> my neighbor across the street from me has a one-ton dually and it, it is it's an extended cab and it's a Duramax diesel, and that truck is flawless. I, I I can't find a better deal for a truck than this truck that my neighbor has. Uh, and all they used it for was to travel back and forth. They they go down to Florida for the winter, and they they're snowbirds, and they go down to Florida and stay in their camper, their their motorhome. They got a really nice motorhome back there, Kirk, but we can't afford it. A really nice one. I'm leaving it up to your judgment of what we can afford and what we can't. Well, listen. You're the president of this company. Right. So I'm trusting your judgment. Kirk, <laughs> I, I, I'm just telling you, this truck that I want to buy is as good a truck as money can buy. You. you when you see the inside of this race, of this truck over here, you will not believe how detailed and how clean it is inside. My old buddy uh, Frank, he fell last night, busted his head open. The owner of this truck? Owner of this well, truck. Well, I wish him well. Yeah. Hope, hope he comes out of it okay. Kirk, uh, Austin. Don't like hearing stories about that. No, because he's, he's 80-some years old. Yeah. Yeah, you don't want to see people fall. Um, Austin McCarl picked up the victory up there at, US, uh, at 34 Raceway. Um, Chase Randall, him and uh, Bill Baylog. Bill Baylog, they the, the North Pole Nightmare. They they got together, and, and Bill Baylog wasn't too happy with uh, Chase Randall. No, was he? Uh, 
Randall clipped him there on the front straightaway and sent Bill Baylog in a wild series of flips. Right. He was okay after that, but in victory circle, because they weigh the cars after victory lane, which I don't agree uh, with. Uh, why don't they do it like the world of outlaws? Yeah. Weigh it before. Right. So Chase Randall crawls out of his car, gets on top of the wing and does the wave, and just like you'd see after a big 410 win. And as soon as he crawls down off the car, here comes Bill Baylog on his four-wheeler, stops right in front of the car. He wants he, a piece of fuck. But they got him separated. I think he would have gone after Chase Randall, but there were some guys that stepped in and Hold separated on. him. Chase literally. Randall's a kid. Yeah. He's not, he's not an adult. How old is Chase Randall? I, I'm not sure how old Chase Randall is. He won that uh, Jesse Hockett Memorial Race last year in the non-wing car, if you remember that. He's run well and won some races coming out of the state of Texas. And uh, he just, uh, there's those of you watching online, took a, there he'd taken a terrible flip right there as they enter turn number one. And Randall, there was no damage to his car. He was able to continue on. And was the apparent winner of the race, but uh, after the victory lane celebration, they put the car on the scales and he weighed in too light. And so, therefore, Austin McCarl gets the big win at West Burlington 34 Raceway on Saturday night. This was the bumper-to-bumper IRA series that ran up there this weekend. They had a show on Friday night as well. And uh, Austin McCarl coming through. He'll he'll be uh, at opening night at Knoxville this Saturday night. Hunter Schoenberg win, uh, won the first night, didn't he? Right. Yeah. 100%. He had a little bit of a problem on Saturday night. Uh, got uh, crossed up down there coming out of turn number four and uh, didn't finish. So, But Friday night, 100% was the big winner mm-hmm. after he out-dueled Parker Price Miller and passed him and won by a half a car length at the checkered yeah, flag. No doubt. So some a good a good couple of nights of racing up at 34 Raceway this weekend. So um how about that uh, late model race that um Kyle Larson outran uh, Jonathan Davenport. That was Thursday night. Bulls Gap. Volunteer Speedway track you've been at. I've been there. Uh, that was a hell of a show. That was a great race. The slide jobs, he and Jonathan Davenport were pulling on each other. That was some classic stuff. Davenport had a tire kind of go bad on him there. At the end, he ended up behind Dale McDowell in that race, who ended up in second. But Larson had it hanging out, and he was... uh, he didn't lift off the gas. Had part of the spoiler peel off on him. Went to flapping in the wind. But that didn't might have made him faster. But uh, Larson and Davenport put on a show up there at Bulls Gap on Thursday night. How about old uh, Devin Borden uh, beating uh, Double D out there at Port Royal. What'd you think about that race? Kurt? You know, that track just never disappoints. Never. The way they prep that racetrack, it is so good. Every night I tune in to watch a race at Port Royal Speedway, it never disappoints. Yeah. And th- those guys were pulling slide jobs on each other. Uh, Devin Borden had it up on the high side. That 
where Anthony Macri does so well at. Right. Anthony Macri wasn't there on Saturday night. I didn't see him in the in the lineup. But Devin Borden, what a race he had out dueling the master Lance DeWeese to the checkered flag at Port Royal Speedway in their weekly 410 race. Where was race. Macri at? Probably getting ready to head out this way. Oh, yeah. Probably getting getting all his Prepared. guns in a row for the, yeah. for the big race tomorrow night out here at Lakeside Speedway. Yeah, no doubt about it. But it, it was a great show. 50,000 uh, to win tomorrow night, 2,000 yeah. to start. Right. So Get, get uh, out there early, folks. Don't wait until 5 o'clock to go out there because you'll be backed up to the highway. Right. Yeah, just just try to get there as early as you can. I know a lot of people have to get off work and travel in a weeknight and so forth, but uh, just just try to get there as early as you can. We don't want to scare anybody away here, Scott. It's not going to be that bad as long as you plan accordingly. You right. can get in and get out of Lakeside Speedway. We're, we're veterans of Lakeside Speedway. We've been in and out of there many, many times, and that never keeps me from going to the races at Lakeside when the Outlaws or a big event like this comes into town. No, it's going to be a great event. Right. But uh, just don't don't think it. You can just float on out there right before race time and, and get uh, right in. Get right in and get right out. For those of you that have never been to Lakeside Speedway, just there's one way in and time. one way out. Right. Just add a little time to your trip out there to allow yourself to get in and get parked, and the earlier the better. Mm-hmm. Man, I was really happy for Devin Borden to pick up that win. He has turned in. Here's a kid from the Pacific Northwest that made his way out to Pennsylvania, Pennsylvania, and he's become a full-fledged member of the PA Posse. Yep, no doubt about it. The way that that kid's been running. And uh, he put on a show the other night at Port Royal Speedway. He beat Lance DeWeese, right? That is always big, whenever you can pull that off. Right. Zeb Weiss was third, and uh, there were some pretty good cars out there that weekend. And Zeb Weiss uh, coming off a big win on Friday night at Williams Grove Speedway where he passed Anthony Macri on the last lap to win. That was a good – that's about as good a race – as you'll see at Williams Grove Speedway on Friday night. Yeah. Um, and then uh, bad weather wiped out Attica Raceway. So hopefully they'll, the, they the, run weekly. The All-Stars were going to run yeah. there this weekend. Yeah, and that's mm-hmm. – uh, has that been pushed to next weekend now? That's April 14th and 15th they're going to yeah, run So there. that would be this Friday and Saturday night at Attica Raceway Park, which uh, that that's not bad because we ended up – with a couple of those all-star regulars at U.S. 36 and 81 this weekend. Sunshine, Tyler Courtney was there. Uh, Bill Baylog ran at 34 Raceway. He normally runs the all-star circuit at Champions. So uh, their rain out turned out to be a good thing for those of us watching sprint cars in this area. So a few of those guys that normally run the all-stars we saw this weekend with the Outlaws and at other venues. Zeb Weiss picked up the win at uh, Williams Grove. Yep. Talked yep. about that. Mm-hmm. Passed, passed Anthony Macri on the last lap to win that race. Yep. So the the, the racing all around, 81 Speedway, this, uh, that was a pretty good show. Big crowd down at uh, Park City on Saturday night for the event that we uh, talked about earlier in the show where Rico Abreu 
holds off Carson Macedo to win that big trophy for the Jason Johnson Classic. So just about everywhere you look for the sprint cars this weekend, it was great racing. Late models put on a great show down at Volunteer Speedway. So as far as Easter weekend is concerned, typically you don't see all that many races over Easter weekend. But uh, this is about as good an Easter weekend of racing as I can ever remember. Oh, no doubt. Because a lot of times we don't see that much racing over Easter weekend. Did you see where Brady Bacon is going to be driving the Dyson uh, Racing number 9? Um, uh, uh, it, it, it's the USAC Silver Crown season. Yeah. They're going to run on the half miles. Did you see that? Yeah. Was that the same car he ran last year? I can't remember as far as the Silver Crown cars. I can't remember. Did he run that car last year? He drives the Hoffman car on the Sprint Car Series. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, it's, uh, it was just a sad thing that happened at Lawrenceburg Speedway on Saturday night, losing the life of Justin Owen uh, to that terrible crash during qualifying on Saturday night. That uh, Pull that video down, folks. Yeah. It, you know, if anybody has a heart, maybe they should contact YouTube and tell them that that video is a video of somebody dying in a wreck and it needs to be pulled down. Yeah, Would it, you agree with that, Kurt? Yeah, it's just insensitive. People that post videos like that are not thinking about the family of Justin Owen and uh, people that are close to him. They should think about him, but they don't. Mm. They just and and insensitive. And, and it could be illegal what they posted because that was the footage of Flow Racing that they put up there. Well, there's a good point there yeah. too. This is not like. Somebody shot the video from the grandstand. This is uh, stealing the video from Flow Racing and putting it up there as a clip on on yeah. YouTube. Mm-hmm. What do you think was the best race week uh, race of the weekend, Kurt? Oh boy, there was just a lot of great racing this weekend. I'll have to go with the one that I had my own two eyes on and didn't watch it over video. And that's at US Thirty Six Raceway. Yeah. Uh, I, I'm going to favor the race that was live and in person. I can't wait. US 36. I can't wait for tomorrow night. What was your favorite race? You saw that race on video, though, even though you were there. I was there. Yeah. I was cold. It was cold that night. We didn't have a heavy enough coat on. I had three layers on, Kurt. I had just my heavier jacket on. That was it. It wasn't bad. The wind wasn't blowing. It really wasn't that bad. The wind there. was blowing, Kirk. Did you see the flag standing straight out? Yeah, I don't know. You the, the flags were standing straight out, it, Kirk. It it wasn't that cold to me. It was it was just fine. Well, you're not, you're not as cold as I am. I get cold real easy. Todd, do you get cold easy? <laughs> My son, excuse me, my son hates me and my wife because we're both cold all time. And this kid's walking around in his underwear all day because he's just hot. But then again, he's a furnace. This kid's eating thousands of calories a day and working out three right. times a day. So he's a furnace. So, But, yeah, my, when my daughter, we know how hot it is when my daughter comes in town and spends the night for a couple days and, she says it's just terrible in here. It's just it's just terrible in here. So uh, she uh, 
so she she reminded us how hot it is but yeah i'm a i'm a cold i get cold very easy i'm thin i'm a little guy man i got no fat on me at all right i'm 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 just cold all you got that coat that's got the the uh heaters in it deidre makes fun of me and and she says that i'm always cold but when when she gets close to me she says you're warm she says I'm always warm. What is that coach Scott or Todd that with the, the heating units in it? Yeah, it's, I don't remember what the name brand is, but it I bought it off of, we got it on Amazon. It was a a heated jacket and it's a nice like you said I I only break it out when I know I'm going to be outside for a while. Um you know, it's it's now, one, tomorrow night at Lakeside you don't have to worry about being real cold no. because the temperature is only supposed to be in the Low of the mid sixties. Yeah, it's tomorrow gonna night. Be, so it's going to be a beautiful night at Lakeside. Yeah, no worries about it. I It'll think be all perfect the, out and, there tomorrow. And I think night. all the grass will be dried out from today because it's already drying out. I went out here in the parking lot. The parking lot's starting to dry out a little bit. So right, looks like the storms have moved on through KC, and yeah. we're going to have a Clear good day. I can't be, wait for tomorrow night. I can't either. That is going to be unbelievable. I might run out to old famous Dave's and have me a little catfish, sweetwater catfish yeah. before the race. There's a couple new barbecue places out in KC that's pretty good, man. I am going to be interested to see how time trials go tomorrow night because if you don't get yourself a good starting position in that A main tomorrow night at Lakeside Speedway, it's going to be really hard to, to dig think yourself you're out work of the hole. Way up from the back half of that field on a 30 lap race at Lakeside Speedway and have a chance to win that 50 grand. So you better get a good qualifying lap in tomorrow night and, of course, get in a position where you transfer out of those heat races because if you start. Outside of the first or five or six rows of that A main. If you start deep in a heat race, you're going to have a problem yeah. as well. So, but I, I'm just saying, if you at Lakeside, if you start in the back half of that field, you're going to have a hard time working your way up to challenge for that win. Mm-hmm. You agree? Oh, I agree with that 100%. Uh, saw the Williams Grove in person, watched the highlights of US 36. But it was, it was hard to top Larson and Davenport going at it at Volunteer Speedway, in my well, opinion. That's what Tammy says. Well, yeah. I, I would say that that uh, is probably the race of the weekend, for sure. Mm-hmm. But I, I always favor the race that I actually watched. So, Ta- Tammy, let me ask you this. Is Devin Borden become one of the uh, – is, is he one of the, uh, the favorites out there? Now that he's become a PA posse member out there, I think Devin Borden is, he, he's always running up towards the front. And he's a good kid, very likable. Very, guy. very good kid. We've interviewed him a, f- a few times. And, uh, you know, it, have it's, you interviewed him? We did. We had him on this show a couple of times. You, you had him on down at the Chili Bowl. Remember that? Uh, you nope. and Scotty Cook were sitting there. Uh, I, know with me, the, I know me and Scotty had him on yeah. down there. Yeah. I don't think we've had well, him we, on we've mostly. We had him most. on the phone. No, uh, we had him on track talk. Yeah, we, we had him on track talk one time. When did he was we? Still, this is when he was still living out in the Pacific yeah, Northwest. We, we hooked, matter of fact, remember, we hooked, he got a hookup to a guy that I knew who was wrenching for him, who jumped on Devin Borden's wrench team and went out there and started riding around with him. And 
after he will i say give me tell him to give us a buzz when he wins a race after he wins that wins a race and man he was quick on the phone boy that's for he sure he won that race at grace harbor yep that was it mm-hmm. yeah but hmm. good good guy very very friendly good and, kid uh he's uh his dad's a good guy too and he's getting himself firmly entrenched in the pa posse culture out there in pennsylvania right now picking off wins like he did the other night yeah so what was your favorite race of the weekend u.s 36 u.s 36 Mm. because that was the in person and live i think my favorite race was kyle larson and davenport racing yeah at at bulls gap hard to beat that one Mm -hmm. that that that's a high bank racetrack that just lends itself to sliders and the way they had that track prep for that event uh, it it was terrific, and it was wasn't just the racing up the front of the field. There was some pretty good action all the way through the field in that race. Right, right. Tammy said not a favorite like Marks, Macri, or Deweese, but he's starting to sell a lot more T-shirts. Yeah, yeah. You you start winning races and out dueling Lance Deweese to the checkered good, flag. He, you're going to sell hey, more T-shirts. He's a pretty good wheelman. He's young, and if he keeps winning. Some young people, you know, his name will be out there, and the young kids will will jump on that thing, and yeah, because he's a young he's a young man, so yeah, no doubt about it. All right, well, should we wrap up, Kurt? It's your you're you're at the you're in the big driver's seat here. All right, so we want to thank everybody for tuning in. We want to thank our guest on today's show, Shane Stewart, Tommy Hahn. Again, if you want to get a hold of Tommy Hahn and talk about some sponsorship of the Chili Bowl, you can do so. You can call Tommy at 918-381-3292, or you can email him at tom at chilibowl.com. Again, that number is 918-381-3292, or email him at tom at chilibowl.com. I think there's some great opportunities there for a, for a corporation yeah. if they want to get involved. With Matter that. of fact, we'll probably leave this podcast up until tomorrow because of the promotion for the race for tonight yeah. with all the advertisement on there. So if if you miss that number or if you need anything, you'll be able to pick this. There's a press release on on racingboys.com. Absolutely. Yeah. And then always you can always reach out to Racing Boys or Racing Boys. You can send us an email, and we'll, we'll definitely be able to pass on any information. Or Scott at Racing Boys, yep. Todd Racing Boys, or Kirk at Racing Boys. Right. All right. Well, thanks, everybody, for tuning in. It's mostly motorsports. It's all brought to you by Rod and Supply, featuring the Power Eye Midwest Lightning Sprints. Again, they're going to be racing down at Central Missouri Speedway on April 29th. Get down there and check them out. It's going to be a great race. And uh, we can't thank you enough for tuning in to our show each and every Monday right here on RBN, the Racing Boys Broadcasting Network. For Todd Surprise, for Kirk Elliott, I'm Scott Trailer saying thanks for joining us. We'll see you next week.